Hello, today is Friday, October the 16th, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Gore Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Jeffrey Guy. Good afternoon. So, Jeffrey, let's just get right to the point. Let's talk about the markets. The markets this week. Corn was up $2 to close at two sixteen for this year, down a dollar for next year, two oh six. Soybeans up a fabulous twelve dollars on the week to close at four ninety two. Though I should note that there was a time at this week that soybeans hit five oh one or five oh two at the elevator. Uh, next year they're fairly flat at uh, four hundred and fifty dollars. Hard red spring wheat was up uh, old crop up eight dollars, up two dollars a new crop. 248 for next year hard red winter was kind of the uh was the diamond this week up 16 dollars in old crop 13 dollars in new crop to close at 284 soft red uh, was up a little bit less it's at 275 for next summer so soybeans i think we should talk about soybeans and really what happened in the soybean market we still are in the soybean harvest window here right now yeah, well, I mean, we're a little bit paused right now because of the rain, but we are well into harvest, that's for sure. So how are the soybeans been coming off in the area? Pretty good. We've heard some pretty good <coughs> yields, and test wheat is looking great at the elevator. Moisture obviously varies on whether <laughs> you came in right after the rain or not, but for the most part, the moisture has been great. So I think overall, a really fantastic crop of beans. What percentage of soybeans do you think are combined in our our market area, Dolores? Well, we have some corn coming in, so I want to say like 70 or 75%. What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, 65 to 70, I think. There's still a fair amount out there. We'll get some more harvest windows for sure. So soybeans had a real volatile week this week. They did. We've talked to her, I talked about in my daily blog, how managed money has brought a lot of volatility into this market because managed money is at one of their, like a record large position mm-hmm. on, they call the long contracts, which is looking for prices to go up. This has brought in a, we call it a, a bull market when it's full steam ahead, but a bull, and I've wrote about this this week, the bull needs to be fed on a daily basis. So Monday, China's on a national holiday for a little bit. No sales announcements to China. Maybe a little bit of rain in Brazil. Prices tanked. They were down 30 cents a bushel. Mm-hmm. And it was on uh, early Monday morning when we actually hit, hit that 501, 502. Yeah, hit 501, 502, and then they just <coughs> dropped. <laughs> and then prices went down. So it was like, oh, is a bottom. Is this going to be the top? Is that what's going to happen? Well, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday, prices bounced back some. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Monday, there was no real reason for the prices to go up. So maybe a little profit taking in the in the funds, cashing in some of the recent increases. The export sales started to be announced on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, I think it was Wednesday, no, Thursday morning, there was talk of rain in Brazil. So price was going down. But then all of a sudden, another export sale and price went up again. Yep. This morning, prices were up in the morning and then they closed down for the day. So really, it's volatility. Just showing all this up and down, it's hard to pick that one price or that one specific time. Mm -hmm. So it just takes us right back to 
How do farmers take advantage of price increases, Dolores? Target prices. That's right. Because you can't always be watching the markets. And that 502, that hit really early in the morning. So, And then it was gone. And then it was gone. Yeah. You know, uh, prices did come back as high as $500. No, $499. Actually, $499. Because we have a bunch of farmers that put in targets of 500 after that. Yeah. And it only came to four ninety nine. Yep. And again, that was in the overnight. That was at uh, eight o'clock this morning. That's right. So it really shows how target orders work. So overall, the soybean market, the market is still bullish. You know, it's bullish because of Chinese demand. However, the the negative things are the harvest is going extremely well in the U.S. Mm-hmm. They're bringing off a good yield. Uh, there was talk today that the rains are becoming a little more widespread in Brazil. Their plantings are behind. However, much like in the U.S., I think they can plant a lot of acres in a short period of time. So I have a quick question. Like the the beans went up and down. They were quite volatile for this year. But next year's prices just really didn't do. I mean, they went down a little bit this week. They're not really following suit. So do you know what's causing that? That's, I think the biggest thing is the managed money in there. Looking at this year prices, how they're gambling on this year prices going up mm-hmm. and their position in next year is not, they're not near as active in next year's market. Okay. And there's so much uncertainty when you look out as far as next year's crop. You know, if prices get too high, can prices ever get too high? Well, yes, they can actually. If prices get extremely high, farmers will plant more and more soybeans and then that price <coughs> excuse me will will tank the the market uses prices to get farmers to switch between corn and soybeans but they don't want to get it too far one way or the other or it gets to be too much of a swing too much supply for the for the marketplace right on so the uh, take a quick uh, minute at uh, wheat in the last USDA report, they were talking uh, world stocks are still supposed to increase this year for world wheat stocks. However, some dry weather in the U.S. is maybe hurting their their winter wheat crop, which is their major part of their wheat crop. And this has really helped for hard red winter to rally the most. And it has a pretty much a static demand in the u.s and maybe they're a little bit worried about if there's going to be enough supply of hard red winter in the u.s overall in the world increased stocks but in the u.s maybe tightening some stocks and that has helped uh, bring prices up on winter wheat especially this week corn i think is uh corn is very interesting this week you know, harvest corn now here at the elevator at $216. Like that's just much like the soybeans. It's really phenomenal how high prices have come this year. Mm-hmm. So this week in the corn market, I think really the biggest news there is it's not even confirmed, but it's rumors coming out of China that they may be doubling up to 20 million tons, I think, of corn importing. Why do they need all that corn? Yeah, why? Well, they need the corn to feed their hog herd. 
their last year, remember their hog herd was decimated with the African swine flu. But in China, like when was the last time they bought so much corn? I don't think they've ever bought this much corn. So why now? I know you said hogs, but like, what were they feeding before? <laughs> hogs and domestically, they're saying their corn supply is, the rumors are their corn supply is low. Yes. So it's the market trades and what China says, but we can never confirm everything out of China. No, I guess not. So overall, many countries, not just China, <coughs> are building up their feed stocks and their food stocks. So that includes like Egypt has imported wheat even during their domestic harvest times. Uh, there's lots of countries importing wheat, soybeans, corn now. And they're building them up because they're worried about the, the pandemic mm -hmm. hitting again, which will help to curtail shipments. And when the pandemic hit back in late winter, early spring, many boats sat at ports for extended periods. Mm -hmm. Trucks didn't get things delivered. So it, sound, it sounds and looks like countries are trying to build up a stockpile, a stockpile in case this happens. I see. So, so that would kind of explain why the prices are so high right now and not next year, right? Right. There's really no carry in the market right now. No carry in the market. Everyone so wants it now. So. so this has brought short-term demand has helped prices. Yep. <clears throat> the no carry in the market, especially corn and soybeans, is showing that they want to, the market wants to buy the product now and it just doesn't pay people to, to store them. Unless things change, it sure won't pay to store this year. So the... As we've talked about many times, reward good prices. And the market's looking to be rewarded with sales. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty hard not to sell at some current levels. It is, yeah. Set those target prices. Be safe in your harvest. Keep it going. We're open now for corn at the elevator. We are, yeah. The dryer is? It's starting today. So Starting. As Dolores and I are talking, they're, they're working on getting the dryer going. Keep those combines rolling. Full steam ahead. That's right. Thanks for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.